Hello and welcome to episode three of our weekly recap. We are your hosts, Ashish and Sailesh, and today we are going to bring to you our top three for the week. Sailesh, go for it. So we have the the Pixel, right? So there was a Pixel event yesterday, and uh, we, we uh, in the past we talked about how uh, smartphones have reached the peak of innovation. So with regards to the Pixel and the Google phones, almost every phone has a fold, right? Except Apple. So that actually brings to my mind, like, is Apple falling back with regards to like folding phones? Look, I'm here to defend Apple's honor. <laughs> <laughs> Go for it. Let's do it. <laughs> um, what I'd say is that think about how convenient it is to drop your phone, the non-foldable phones, onto a wireless charger. You can't do that with a you can't do that with a folding phone. It's a little awkward when it comes to aligning the the charging mats with the with the Google the, not the Google with yeah. any fold fold phones. Yep, completely uh, open it. You have to align it. There is a bit of a yeah. bit of a dance and song that you have to go through. The second thing is uh, when it comes to tapping for payments. Now you have variables that are helping you with the tapping, right? Like your Apple Watch, you can just tap onto a whatever, and it makes the payment for you using Apple Pay. Your phone, you just tap, works. NFC with uh, near field uh, communication with uh, Android works too. And it does, but with phones. With folds, it becomes a little complicated because again, you have to. There's a bit of an alignment issue. Yeah, you have to fold it, then do then uh, the exactly. The, yeah, and 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 I would also say in terms of uh, how long the entire system lasts, because you keep constantly folding along a certain set of pixels. The the flexi cable that connects the two monitors, because essentially they're two different displays at the end of the day, right? Mm -hmm. So. The connector, the crease, the crease line, it's going to face the same problems that laptops do. The ones that have recently yeah. introduced a bit of a fold where you have like two displays on your laptop. They're going to, it, the cable's going to be vulnerable. So there are issues with the fold. And I think what Apple does is Apple tries to make sure, sure, like every iteration has issues, but Apple tries to make sure that they're giving you iterations that work over a period of time. I mean, so there's are defending the durability concept. So I am if I'm you're going paying as much as you are, yeah. If you're yeah. paying as much as you are for the devices that they're selling, do you not want them to last at least for a year? Yeah. So what are your they they drop within a year? Yeah, sorry, go ahead. So what are your thoughts on the the new introduction of rings? You know, so all these companies are starting like the auto ring was the original pioneer, right? So and then we have all these other companies. Noise has a noise has a ring. Ultra mm -hmm. Human has a ring. You have speculation that there was a patent filed a couple of months back, like sometime in August, uh, by Apple about uh, haptic touch on rings. Apple yeah. and Samsung are looking at variables as well. In my opinion, they're just looking at expanding on the variable market. Uh, both companies expanded initially using the Apple Watch, the Samsung Watch. Google got into the watch business as well by acquiring uh, Fitbit. So mm. now it's just it's just a matter of time. Like it's just a matter of expansion. Like when uh, Amazon came up with Alexa, Google came up with the Nest. Apple decided to get into the foray as well, right? With the HomePod. 
Yeah. And now I'm not saying that they didn't all start innovating at the same point in time, but this was in terms of product release. This is what after this is what we got to see. It's just so just getting into it. My opinion is the ring is actually really good because I like a lot of people like to enjoy wearing like analog watches, like not just the digital, uh, you know, smartwatch, but uh, but wearing an analog watch hinders your wear, you know, like um, completely um, wearing two watches. Right? Yeah, basically, right? Yeah. So so instead of that, the the ring will take care of all your, you know. It records everything what you need to record for the for the phone, right? So your sleep monitor, everything goes in. There's also a device called Whoop that uh, I think uh, I forget his name, but Mister Wonderful, basically the shark. Mm. He wears a Whoop, and uh, he's very into watches, so he wears a fancy analog watch, and then the mm. Whoop band on the other hand. So yeah. That's an alternative that people are exploring, but sure, like the rings. Depending on how accurate the ring gets, also like in terms of blood oxygen monitoring, you don't have a, a blood oxygen monitor here. You have an oxygen monitor at the end of your finger because accuracy improves. When uh, Apple came up with that, uh, you know that, uh, uh, like you can have that ECG yeah. test on the Apple yeah. Watch. Like you put your finger here on this band and then connect it to your wrist. They had yeah. a doctor come in and say that yeah, this actually works. These readings can be shared with medical professionals. They made a, a large hue and cry about it, and which is it's a fantastic piece of innovation. But when it came to blood oxygen, their disclaimer was: this is like use it for recreational purposes, use it for fun. Like it's it's not like as medically serious as everything else was. Yeah. So there is an accuracy issue, and I think the ring is going to help solve global issues. So yeah, fantastic. So let's cover our next topic. So, so we have this upheaval in the entire American Congress. So the the speaker was ousted recently. Speaker What's your Kevin opinion? Do you think so Donald Trump's going to come in? Donald Trump said he did say he is going to come in as a, he can he can become an interim speaker. Legally, it's possible. Like you can bring in, um, you can be a speaker as long as uh, you win the vote in in the House. You don't have to be a congressman or a congresswoman part uh, part of the to be part of the speaker. Um, second thing is they have these certain rules which actually prevents, but they are not legally binding because Donald Trump is under an indictment. So if you're under an indictment, you can. They have these rules with the Republican National Committee rules, so that you cannot become uh, the speaker if you are, if you are under indictment. But uh, those are just rules; they are not legally binding, so you can always break it. But I think the major um, part is, yeah, I mean, Trump is actually endorsing um, Jim Jordan from Ohio, so he's actually part of the Freedom Caucus, right? So the MAGA, uh, the MAGA Republicans, and then you have the the establishment Republicans. So he's part of the Freedom Caucus. So they're going to, that's going to turbocharge a lot of things. It's going to stop a lot of funding aid to Ukraine. And it's going to boost a lot of um, funding to the border. If, if the, the, they already started building the wall, which is <laughs> embarrassing for the, the Biden administration. So that is the major report with that. And uh, take us speak, to take us to another place that has a wall. Between yeah, as we speak, uh, we have um, 
you know, Israel bombing uh, Hamas right now. It just launched the attacks. Um, this has been going on. This is the major, second major escalation which happened uh, within the last few years uh, after Biden took office. The first was, remember, when there was the, the Time magazine cover, um, the Iron Dome getting activated, all the rockets coming down a uh, few years back. And that was one of the major escalations, right? And sure, it but subsided after that. There have been issues all throughout, right? Like, with hmm. uh, Trump was particularly vociferous about these instances where when he went and made a deal with the Taliban during his tenure to exit hmm. Afghanistan. And, uh, and, and I remember like, there was a post where America apparently said that never again are we going to face the sort of indignity of exit that we did in Vietnam. Something along those lines mm. of paraphrasing. But uh, that was exactly how it ended up with when America was exiting Afghanistan. And now you have this. So clearly, and there were also pieces where, like, it's not like the American military isn't mighty. It's amazing. It's probably the best in the world. There was another piece that I was reading from earlier this week about how uh, an American plane, like maybe like a drone-operated plane, if I remember correctly, shot down a, a drone or something in over Syria. You see America's military exerting its might. But when it comes to these instances where, like, it's funny, right? Like, Trump is, has, it shows that Trump has exerted a certain degree of authority around the world, which prevented, prevented the explosion that you're, getting, you're experiencing right now. See, Trump is unpredictable. So people didn't want to take a chance. So he was the first president to go to North Korea and step foot and, you know, do a peace negotiation. And you had Abraham Accords, which came under Trump, um, you know, which which brought, uh, brought peace in the Middle East. There was that no his son-in-law was fight. apparently... Um, yeah, I mean, Jared Kushner. Jared Kushner did the job, you know. I mean, as much as Blackie gets, you know, he did go and get that done you know abraham records was a success how much ever democrats hate it it was under trump so so that's uh you have to give um you know where where wherever there is good uh work done you have to give props for it sure but like you don't have to answer this but quick question what are your thoughts on the incident of trump uh he's gonna sail through I mean, the only thing I'm he's gonna should be worried about the Georgia indictment. But if he becomes president, he can pardon himself. So, or if you any can pardon yourself, yeah, you can pardon yourself. So, it's legally possible. So, except the uh, the state indictment, which is from Georgia, where the basically the governor has to pardon somebody. So, unless if it's a Republican governor uh, in Georgia. You won't have an issue then. Yeah. So, I mean, that's still going to be thrown under the rug anyways. It's not a big deal. Once you become president, you can't go after a president. And then by the time it gets done, statutory of limitations gets done. So, you have like five years for certain certain things you have to sue within that time frame. That's statutory of limitations. Scary. So, but all right. I mean, I say that's scary because there in instances where it's it's been clearly documented right? there, there have been some fishy things and yeah. whatever like his policies at the end of the day have been great for the like the policies that he, the economic policies the way he's operated is surprisingly good for america deal wise so 
for him, it's a do or die. If he loses, it's it's over for him. He has to win. So if you look at it from his perspective, he has to win for all this to um, be put behind the past. So, so you have anyways, what a potential track record, but it's all right, interesting. Mm. Cool. So what is what is the third topic you want to discuss? Um, jobs. Hmm. Jobs. Now this is now this is something that you'd have to give props to the Biden administration for. Three hundred and thirty-six thousand new jobs. So in August, uh, in August of this year, it was about two hundred something, two hundred twenty-seven thousand jobs, and hmm. this time we hit quite a bit higher. Three hundred thirty-six thousand jobs, right? So yeah, three hundred thirty-six thousand new jobs, which begs yeah, the question so... that. Which which begs the question that in the current market, in the current market with exactly like in the current market with high rates, with inflation staying where it is, what's happening? What's your what are your thoughts there? It goes against the convention. I I still I'm still kind of kind of baffled at how are all these jobs getting added and then you know the we have at phenomenal rates the. The interest rates are so high and the jobs being added. So, and you have, you know, the inflation cooled down a little bit, but I feel like it's, it goes against the conventional wisdom, right? So your, your jobs and the, uh, the rates don't are inversely proportional. So, but I still don't get it. How are they doing it? So I'm going to say that this can be at, like not the jobs, but uh, I would say that there is a bit of Keynesian economics in play where you have, uh, government, the Fed intervening constantly with uh, high, the rate hikes and with the stimulus packages. Now, I'm talking about over the course of uh, the administration so far, the Biden administration so far. Of course, nobody wants to see a recession and experience it, which is why there was that word play as well, right? Like, two continues down quarters technically is the definition of recession. But then the government came out and said, well, you see, jobs are going up, so that's not true. But the yeah, jobs they, are going up for a bunch of reasons, right? Like one of the reasons was simply uh, pension funds were no longer cutting it. So people mm. needed to come back into the workforce to start working again. And unemployment and employment, like the metric is, of course, uh, it, it counts the workforce that is employed, right? Like after you, after you pass retirement age, you're no longer counted within the workforce populace. So I don't know how the math is, has been done. Like mm. if you are employed and above 70, am I counting on the numerator and not the denominator? I don't know. But maybe, like who knows? And I so it's, remember they changed the definition of recession, right? Because yeah, they changed the, the narrative. <laughs> they changed the narrative, which mm. I, I get that. Like I would synthesize with that. I think it's a very smart move because at the end of the day, what does a recession create? A recession is a part of a, a recession is a part of a business cycle. You are going to see uh, crests and troughs. What matters primarily is how people react to it. If I say it's a recession and you start pulling out of the market, everybody hurts. If I say we're doing fine. Like stay, stay the course. Like stay steady. Five years down the line, I could just be like, "Yeah, there was an economic downturn, but things were fine. Like we handled it." That's the okay. ideal condition. Like Silicon Valley, the bank, it wouldn't have, it wouldn't have crashed if people didn't have a like. If there wasn't a run on the bank, it was a run on the bank because there was collective panic. 
that's what a recession essentially does. So I think the Biden administration played really, they played very, quite smart with that particular move. And uh, I think we're on the course for a soft landing, for sure, which makes me think that maybe we should consider putting, like reinvesting in the market. Fingers crossed. <laughs> yeah, so what else? Uh, those are the major topics. Right? So if you have any minor topics which caught your eye, one of the major things it caught my eye was... The, mi- um, the major minor things you mean. Yeah, so the minor one was basically in the India, uh, the, the the RBI is, you know, it's the bonds are floating and uh, we have the, we we are, we are being added to the global uh, bond index, right? So, which is going to flow in a lot of money from international players. That is a major um, news, I mean, minor news. <laughs> uh, that's funny. I would also say that like FTX is officially begun hmm. that unhappening is going to happen and we'll get to see what's going to happen, what, how it unfolds. Uh, Activism, Blizzard's deal, I think that's going to close within the next week or so now that it's got all the approvals. Uh, NFTs, are, yeah. NFTs are still weirdly big. I don't know why. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, don't get me wrong. I NFTs guess, uh, can have value. NFTs can have value provided you construct the contract in a manner in which it has value. But right now, it feels like it's still largely design-oriented. Here's a prop, and thank you for purchasing my prop. Adidas, Montclair are still exploring the NFTs on a regular basis, LVMH is. Uh, and like, maybe they're in our future value. I don't know. Like, considering the fact remember, that we're going to Remember uh, Justin Bieber's, um, you know, boarding. You mentioned, uh, you mentioned, yeah, you mentioned, you know, that hurts. Yeah. You, he bought it at a million, some million, uh, more than a million, and it's worth like 79K or something. That's seriously hurts. Uh, Burns. <laughs> I, I mean, like, thankfully, he can afford it. It's worse for people who can't but did spend that kind of money to purchase their board apes. No, but it's going to come back. I mean, eventually, it's the, I think it's NFT, the value is going to... It's not going to go to that level, but it's going to slowly inch back to that level. Well, perhaps. Perhaps. I think right now the hottest thing out there is AI and how we're going to use AI. Uh, one of the announcements from the BART thing, with the, the Pixel event that you were, we talked about earlier, was uh, further integration with AI. So now we're going to have BART assistant with BART or something of that sort. Where it's going to make recommendations, your Google Assistant's now going to make recommendations powered by Bard, which is going to be fantastic. Bard's now fully oh, integrated. Sorry? Oh, wow, nice. Um, they yeah. have the extensions too, right? Google extensions you can add to the Chrome. Uh, I'm not familiar with that, but what I was going to say is so, yeah, go ahead. Like Bard has uh, formed a community of sorts with the Google Suite, so YouTube, Google Spreadsheets. Uh, Word doc, Drive, all of that are linked. So basically, you're, you can you can prompt Bart to go through your emails and then get information about that. Prompt Bart to go through your Google Drive and get information about documents there. It's smart now, so that's amazing. Yeah. Um, up for it. Let's see cool. how it works. Let's see. All right, yeah. that's a wrap. See you guys next week. Thank you, guys. <laughs>